York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is JLS from Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And no music today. I'm, I'm good on the music. I'm good on the gunshots. I'm good on all that today. Today is, is serious conversation time. But before we get into serious conversation mode, you already know what it is. Let me introduce my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and probably going to bring some facts today. Ryan G's in the building. Terrible loss by the Knicks tonight. Probably one of the worst Knicks games I've seen in a while now. And yeah, I have a lot to talk about. And it's not even about the game, really. I just have a lot on my mind, especially after the last couple of games the Knicks have played. Yeah, and you know what? For me, it's, it's early in the season still, so you don't want to get too high and or get too low. But to me, this game is, is a bad sign of old habits rearing his ugly head bomb but I'll, before i even get into that i'm gonna just read off this the this, this stats real quick just to piss y'all off even more Knicks <laughs> lose of course 99 to 112 to the hawks barrett had 19 points and five assists randall with 14 meaningless points brunson had 20 points and five assists uh and then quickly had 11 points 16 rebounds from quickly four assists and ob topping with 12 but DeJounte Murray destroyed us no you know with, with Trey Young out for like a quarter and a half or whatever we could not regain momentum we couldn't even take advantage of that DeJounte Murray came there to make a statement at 36 points nine assists and six steals on the night defense was just impeccable Knicks couldn't even score it took us four minutes and 17 seconds to score in that third quarter, outscored 32 to 10 in the third quarter. First unit was abysmal. Randall, abysmal. Evan Fournier, useless. Mitch, good at first, then falls right back into bad habits. And the bench was the only slight glimmer of hope or positive anything from this game. And of course, you know what happens when the bench plays too well, but I'll get into that a little bit later. What happens when the bench plays too well? Nothing really happens because Tibbs is still coaching this team. I'm sorry to be a spoiler, but I just spoiled it for you guys. But there's I, 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 a lot to touch in here. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm pissed. But Ryan, do you want to get your stuff off first or do you want me to go first? You know what? You, you can go first, man. I'm, I'm going to go second. All right. All right, I'm, I'm going to start with this. Julius Randle and the Tibbs marriage is going to have me pulling my dreads out before December gets here. We started out moving well without the ball, Moving. We had 16 assists in, in, in the first half. But today we've seen another one of those good Randall, bad Randall moments. And when the game started, I was on Randall's side. I'm like, look at that. 
Randall Brunson pick and roll. Randall's getting easy buckets. Randall's dumping it off to Mitch. Wow, they're really letting Mitch eat some more than usual. Wow, Randall looks goody good. But on the flip side of that, defensive end. Once again, can't guard the pick and roll with Trey Young. We've seen it so many times in the playoffs where they'll run pick and roll with Trey Young in the four just because they know Randall plays the worst pick and roll defense on his damn team, man. Out of the starters anyway they pick on him on that side of the ball they the knicks don't get back on, on defense after made baskets and evan fournier as raw says if he's not shooting a three he's absolutely useless he just shot at the airborne floater today bruh i don't <laughs> it was oh this first unit was so frustrating but despite all that we were still kind of in the game. But to me, the head of the snake, the biggest problem right now. And to me, why I said we, we were a 50 win team is this freaking coach's inability to adjust to any situation. We go down in the third quarter, don't score or for four minutes. He leaves those guys in the game. OB Toppin is outplaying Randall. He takes OB Toppin out. He keeps letting Randall ISO at that damn foul line and get turnovered over and over and over again. It's driving me crazy, Ryan. It's driving me crazy. It's too early. It's too early for me to be crazy like this. But it's driving me crazy already. And I'm trying, I want to give this, this coach at least 20 games before I make definitive decisions. Cause I liked what he'd done in like three out of maybe like the six or seven games but today was not his his best game as a coach and not randall's best game and the games like this makes people hate randall but sometimes it's like yo tibbs wake up bro like this is on the coach go ahead ryan okay so all right, so I'm going to um, lead off by saying this. There was only one moment in this game where the Knicks looked spectacular, and that was when it was towards the end of the first, early, early part of the second, where the Knicks started to build the lead, and, 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 and it was because of the bench. That was the clear advantage the Knicks had in this game was the Absolutely. bench because Atlanta's, Atlanta's bench is not that great. And the Knicks have a strong bench, one of the strongest benches in the league. And the Knicks bench showed that towards the end of the first, early into the second, when they built when they built on that lead and eventually grew to a 23-point lead. Now, here's my thing. I definitely agree. Thibs definitely messed up tonight. In the third quarter, when he saw the team wasn't scoring. He definitely should have put the bench players in, or at least mixed match. At least, you know, even 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 if you're not going to replace the whole starting lineup, at least put in like a few bench players just to change it up a little bit and see if they can provide a spark. But tonight, my loss the loss is mainly on the players to me because they played with great effort in the first quarter and the majority of the second quarter, but. In the third and fourth quarter, it's like these guys lost their heart. They got their heart snatched from their yes. chest. Yes. And the Hawks just dominated them. 
I think at one point they were getting outscored like 67 to 27, which to me is crazy after having a 23-point lead in the game. And this leads me to saying this because I know it's early in this season. I don't want to be too hard on the team after just seven games. But the last two games, players who are available this summer pretty much bust the Knicks up. The previous game, Donovan Mitchell, who the Knicks had a strong chance at, this dude drops 38 on us and leads the Cavs back to win that game against us in Cleveland. Tonight, DeJounte Murray was available and for a pretty cheap price as well. And this dude kills us tonight. And you cannot tell me, even with just, even Donovan Mitchell, we know what this dude is about. And I wasn't against the Knicks overpaying for him. But DeJounte Murray, who was a pretty much a steal, you cannot tell me the Knicks could not have made a better deal to the Spurs than what the Hawks were giving up to get that man here, especially with a coach like Thibs that preaches defense. Yeah. Could you imagine if he had a guy like DeJounte Murray in the backcourt? Yeah. I know me. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so... My thing is this now, because clearly the teams we've lost to so far this season, the last three games, the Bucs, they have a him. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Cavs, they have a him. It's Donovan Mitchell. The Hawks, they have a him. The him is Trey Young, but tonight DeJounte Murray showed that he can be him at times as well. Who the Knicks have that's a him? Maybe Jalen Brunson on a good night, but he's still not consistent enough yet to be a him. So right there, it shows you that, and it's early in the season. I don't want to be down on this team so early. I, I still have faith that they can turn it around. But the facts are staring us in the face. The Knicks need a him. And with the way these players are playing right now, because the Knicks front office trusted them to the point where they didn't, give, they didn't overpay for a Donovan Mitchell to come to New York. Or didn't even bother to even try to go after DeJounte Murray because they had so much faith in these guys. But the way they're playing right now, they're not justifying the Knicks keeping them. Because now it's like, oh, R.J. Barrett, what's the sense of keeping you here if you're not stepping up to the plate? All these other young guys, like, they're not proving their worth at the moment. And it's making, and at the moment, it makes the Knicks look kind of, the Knicks front office look kind of, Foolish for keeping these guys here if they're going to be playing like this and then have these dudes that who the Knicks should have should have had a great chance to bring here bust them up like this. So it's like, like I said, I do, I do not want to give up on these guys. It's still early in the season. I'm just saying right now it's not a good look for the team and it's not a good look for the front office at the moment. And I'm just hoping that as the season goes on, these young dudes can turn around because honestly in the, in the, in the, in the second half, I can only give guy, I can only give one guy credit, and that's Emmanuel Quickly. He's the only guy I saw out there who was playing his ass off. Yeah, the only guy out there I see playing his ass off. Everybody else got their hearts taken from them. I'm done. And I'll say this: I'm 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 gonna say this. I still to to this day feel like what the Cavs asked for for. For Donovan Mitchell was way too much. I don't regret not having RJ and all that stuff. I don't regret that at all. But me and you, Ryan, I know both of us were on board 
with bringing DeJounte Murray here. Like, and for that price. And, P- and I remember people, oh, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. And I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, that can turn around easily. Like, the numbers show that the, the, the shooting can come. And, and what do you know? He's raining threes today. But I digress. I feel like we should have went out to DeJounte Murray. I know. I, I You know what? I, I told Ron behind the scenes. Well, DeJounte worried he didn't want to get here. And he was like, well, Jay Ellis, <laughs> guess what? Uh, <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell wanted to come to the cat, wanted to come to the Knicks, and he ended up in the Cavs. They had to make an offer. And I was like, you know what, Ryan? You're right. <laughs> You're right. We still could have made an offer to get him here. But I don't like I I, I digress. I digress. I feel I'm gonna move on to something else and that you touched on, and it's the heart. It's the heart. Who is going to step up when you have dudes dunking and shimmying in your face? I think that's what really pissed me off because we from New York. We we love New York basketball. We flash and we trash talk. We 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 like people with heart. We don't like people who have their their shoulders slumped when things are going down. We like people who fight back. And so far, I haven't really seen that today. And I think that's what's really pissing me off. Because here's what I keep consistently seeing what's happening right now. Jalen Brunson, right? You look at the stats. Jalen Brunson had a pretty decent stat. 20 points, 5 assists, cool. Right? Jalen Brunson doesn't have it. Three turnovers is just high for Jalen Brunson. Um, It starts the momentum going the other way. Now DeJounte gets the shimmying. Jalen Brunson... You say IQ, right? And I agree, IQ fought back. There was an instance where Jalen Brunson starts to fight back. But then kind of what happens is once the ball, once Jalen Brunson has like a bad stint and it's time for somebody else to step up, nobody else steps up. Right? Like, I think the first three three or four plays in a row, Jalen Brunson came up empty. He got the ball stolen from DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray gets to shimmying and is like, okay, damn, Brunson's Brunson's not working now. It's not working going to Brunson. Let's go to somebody else. Who did they go to? Julius Randle in the fucking post at the foul line. And I'm sitting here like, are we going through this again? Do we get Jalen Brunson just to do ISO Julius Randle at the foul line again for Julius Randle four turnovers again? This is not why we got Brunson here, man. And then it's like this little pebble turns into an ambulance, it turns into a snowball, and it seems like we're right back to square one. If if Jalen Brunson can't bring the ball up, if he's having problems, what do we do now? We can't just keep defaulting to Julius Randle post-ups from the foul line. That's not even a post-up. Like We got to be able to run something else. And they, I, we need a coach, an offensive coach, something who's not just going to put it on a play. We need to run a play of something, not just post up Randall. Because DeJounte stole the ball from me in the exact same the exact same spot. Like three of his six steals, man. Three of his. And I'm pulling my hair out right now. My hair out. And I'm I'm. And it pisses me off because this is the game where the bench outscores 
the Hawks bench 21 to freaking zero. And we still lose. All because of momentum. All because of momentum. And this is what happens momentum. Momentum is a funny thing, Ryan. Because the game before that, the game before that, the bench blew it. The bench blew the momentum, and their starters are good. And then when the starters are trying to like fight against momentum, now they're stumbling, bumbling. Today was the reverse. Today was the reverse. The the starters blew it. And I don't know, man. It, it, it's 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 time for some, it's it's time to start thinking about some changes. It's, it's time to start diversifying offense. It's time to think of something else to do when Jalen Brunson doesn't have a going besides ISO Randall at the damn foul line. Yeah, man. I agree 100% with um, what you're saying. It's just that with Thibs as a coach, there's going to be no easy, like, fix. You know, and Thibs' inability to change it up sometimes. Because, like, for example... You know, that third quarter that we talk about where, you know, Dibs could have easily sat the starters and put the bench guys in because the bench guys were the guys that had, you know, that, you know, was, were really making a great effect in the game. Because, like I said, the bench, was the, the bench was the unit that really increased that lead in the first half. But, we, like, you know, all of us played sports. You know, Jay, you played basketball. You know, I played basketball. I played football. And momentum, like you said, is a – Momentum, sometimes when the momentum is not in your favor and you're playing in a game, sometimes it feels like you're facing a freaking juggernaut out there. Yeah. Because the team is because the team has momentum. They're playing hard. And sometimes it's very hard to overcome once a team has that momentum. It's kind of like an avalanche is just coming at you and you're there and you're there just trying to like do your best to like stop that avalanche from swallowing you up. And and by Thibs leaving the starters out there for so long, who knows if it would have got as bad as it did if Thibs just had the ability to, like, be flexible and be like, okay, let me put in the bench early this time around and see if they can stop the momentum and get control of the game. Because that's like – I'm sorry, go ahead. Because that's the advantage that the Knicks have over the Hawks. It's the bench. So – like I said, with Thibs as a coach, it's not going to be an easy fix. I wish there was an easy fix, but there's not. The only thing I would probably do right now is that Bench the little minutes. I saw from Grimes, I don't give a damn. Grimes is back in the rotation oh, next game because the he was only out there for four minutes, but this dude was on DeJounte Murray. And the defense, I saw him play on DeJounte Murray. I'm like, why, did, why was this guy not in the game early in the game? So... It's not going to be an easy fix. I'm just praying that the Knicks players can just come together and just find a way to not let the season slip away because the last few games they played were pretty bad. And they have the Sixers on Friday, and that's not going to be an easy game as well because that's going to be in Philly. So I, I just, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know Tibbs to make the big, the bold moves. The last bold move Tibbs made was bench Kemba Walker last season. I need to see some bold moves this season. 
That's yeah. what I need to see. If Evan Fournier is playing like absolute trash, you need to sit Evan Fournier down. If Julius Randle is going one for 14 and playing horrible defense and pick and roll, you need to bet Julius Randle and play the guy who's actually making shots. This is like if 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 IQ is visibly outplaying Fournier, maybe start him while Grimes is coming back. Maybe start him. Maybe try can't like. It's, it's it's getting frustrating at this point to to keep banging your head, to banging your head against the wall doing the same thing over and over again. Like we need to we need to start to like experiment at some point. That's that's all I'm saying. And I don't know if you have a, you have anything to reply to that, Ryan. Nah, man, you said it all right there. But I think we should get to the calls because I see we yeah, got like three yeah. callers. I think people got a lot to say and I'm, get off get off their chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get to the calls. So, but before I get to the calls, I made the gunshots for the super chat. I made the gunshots for the super chat. All right, the gunshots will go off today. All right. Salute to Samir Seriano. He sends a five dollar super chat. Thank you, uh, uh, Samir. Says defense could have been way better, and the offense went stagnant. Move the ball. It's still early. Team will improve, and we need trades. But for who? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know for who. It's going to depend on who's available. <laughs> Shoot, the way I want to move Fournier, but the way Evan Fournier is playing, we might have to attach picks to move this kid. This kid is playing like garbage. I mean, at least he got his, his shooting percentage up to 40% from three again. Yeah. But everything else is, is, hasn't been good from him. At, at this point, I feel like if Grimes shows any glimpse of hope, I'm asserting him into the start of light at this point because oh, it's imperative. It's imperative. When we start to play these teams with these two guard matchups, when when we have a guard, a point guard, and a shooting guard who can both break us off, break us down off the dribble, there's no way we're going to be able to survive with Evan Fournier at the two and Jalen Brunson at the at the one with this crazy lack of point of attack defense. Jalen Brunson puts up an admirable effort, but he doesn't have the lane to keep up with somebody full time like that. We're going to need Grimes here, and it's happening. Tibbs yeah. is not stupid. It's happening. I got to. It, it is happening. And I ain't even talk about RJ. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm happy and disappointed to Mitch at the same time because Mitch single handedly was the defense once again, which was imprinting his game on that side of the ball. Gets a stupid foul from the ref, but then falls back. He's falling back into old Mitch ways of his careless. His careless fouls and it's pissing me. You know what? Me, 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 move on. Let me get to the callers. Wait, 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 yeah, because you, you know what? It, it, it's easy to be hard on Mitch, but let's be real. The ref called a dumbass foul on him in the third quarter because that was not over the back foul. It was not. And and, and then when he and then when he made that that dumb foul afterwards, that would that would have only been two fouls on him, and he would have still been in the game. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a situation for me where I'm pissed at the ref for calling that foul, but I'm also pissed at Mitch because at this point in the game, you know the situation. You already know. Like, you won five from getting taken out the game. So don't crash into somebody full speed. Like, come on, Mitch. Yeah, true that. It's, 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 you're getting the real money now. You're getting pissed. Yeah. Hey, like, what? Man, let's get to these callers, man. I know y'all been waiting. All right, first caller up. I'm not sure what the first caller up is, but first caller, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and where you want to talk about. Hello? Hello. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? FBIC from the Bronx. What's going on? What's your name? 
MVIP. MVIP, what's going on, man? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. But I'm listening to you guys, and I, I don't know why you keep doing it to yourself. I mean, it's obvious what has to happen. It, it's not the players, man. It's the coach. He got to go. He, I mean, what you? I've heard both of you say, um, both of you guys said on different occasions that this is Thibodeau. He's not going to change. He's stubborn. So why is he not gone? The team is not going to get any better under him. He's an assistant coach at best. You look at his stats, you look at this not being emotional. This is just facts. This is year three. The last head coaching position he had at year three, he got fired. He didn't get demoted. He had two titles. He got fired. Because when he was in Chicago, they let him go after five years because he was not listening. He would not listen in Minnesota. And he's being repetitious again. He is stubborn. He won't listen. He does not make adjustments. He plays who he wants to play. And we lose. Donovan Mitchell, 15 points in the first quarter, right? Yeah. He puts the same players, why don't you give different looks? He could have put Zeus, he could have put Quickly, he could have put RJ, and saw who and saw who did the best and close out with the person who did the best on him to slow him down. You're not going to stop Donovan Mitchell, but you can slow him down, give him, get him off kilter. Did he do that? No. What did he do? We had a 23-point lead and we blow it, and this is a defensive guru? We keep talking about he's a defensive guru? Really? How do you how are you defensive guru and you keep and you blow a twenty three point lead? Come on, this I mean this, this is he got to go. And Leon Rose, I know he sees this. He's gone. And if they got if they got rid of Nash, they're gonna get rid of him because he's reached his ceiling. He did what he could do. Like I said, I don't. I'm not a big Tibbs fan, but you know. He was rocking with us in the 90s, and he's a good assistant coach. And he's good defensively when he had somebody running the helm. Not him. He can't do it. And, I mean, I don't know what else has to happen. Like, I mean, does the sky have to fall in on us to, to see that he's not? Do you really think that if if we make the playoffs, do you think we're going to get, get out of the first round? Think about this. If we sitting here saying what he's doing, if we're sitting, if all of us are sitting here seeing what he's doing, what do you, and we're fans, what do you think the the opposition is doing? You don't think they notice? <laughs> See, it's yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody, I'm sure they know. I, I appreciate, appreciate your call, man. Appreciate your call. We are gonna talk about what you just said, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I frustrated too. I, obviously, we all frustrated. Well, salute to yeah. you, man. We, I'm gonna I'm I'm ask what Ryan has to say about this. Okay, so I mean, he made some valid points. You know, Thibs has shown an inability to change. There's glimpses. You know, there's definitely glimpses that he's willing to change, but then he falls back to old ways, and that's the issue with Thibs. You know, Thibs doesn't consistently, you know, make the change that he needs. You know, he. He's like one. He's like that coach where, okay, you know what? Going into this is a new season. 
you know, I'm going to go into the season making changes. And then he makes those changes. And then he's like, okay, you know what? I made a change for a few games. Let me go back to what's familiar. You know, like he's like, he's not that coach that will, you know, go out there and make all these different changes, right. you know, and things like that. And I agree, like, that's to come a point in time where you have to realize, okay, is this coach helping this team get to the next level? Or is this coach doing what's necessary to help this team get to the next level? And at the moment, it's not looking like Dibs is doing that. I'm I'm not really an advocate of firing a coach seven games into the season. Yeah, we're not Steve Nash you know, in this situation, yeah. Yeah, I, but I think Steve Nash's situation is way different because you yeah. have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, you have Ben Sims, you have these guys on your team that are, that are perennial. Well, I don't know about Ben Sims. He made like one or two All-Stars. But, yeah. but you have Katie and Kyrie who are perennial All-Stars. <laughs> you should not be, what What are the best record, like two and six, I think? Something like you that. should not be two and six in a season with those players. So so rightfully so, the Nets are right to get rid of Nash. With the Knicks, is a bit different because the Knicks don't really have the players on the roster where it's like, okay, this is like a juggernaut team. You know, like the Knicks should be doing way better than three and four. So they're going to give Thibs a bit of leeway. But yes, if Thibs continues to show stubbornness, which he's showing so far, he should not be the Knicks coach at the end of the season. I think the key word might be at the end of the season. Um, I know we had Ian Begley here. And when Ian Begley was here, he was kind of alluding to the fact that if we lose and we don't play the young guys as much, that things could be different. Um, Go back and listen to that episode if you want to. But for me, I'm very emotional right now. I'm riled up. Everything, my emotions are raw. I don't, I'm... I don't like making emotional decisions. I'm pissed right now. That don't mean I want to fire you right now. now you, the level-headed thing to really do is to look at a, a span of games and go, oh, go, okay, what's happened from this span to this span to this span to this span? All right, he has adequate and Grimes. That's probably a big reason why. But also, he has the opportunity to play quickly at the, at the starting too. But he hasn't done that. All right, cool. Um, the last game he we he lo- we lost because he decided to go with the second unit more. So all right, um, that was the time he tried something new. Today, maybe he should have pulled the first unit faster. So you you gotta take. Even though I'm pissed and I'm actually with you. I don't think Tibbs might be the coach to take us to the promised land, but it's weird because he's the one who gave us the most structure, and it's obvious the team hasn't quit on him yet, unlike the, the Nets team. The Nets team quit on Steve Nash a long time ago. So that's the only reason why I'm not saying game seven, I'm not going with fire Tibbs in game seven. But... You know, I'm looking at the performance and I'm seeing has this team progressed? Has this team changed? Is he varying the rotation? Has he grown from last season this season? I am looking at that stuff and I am going to evaluate that at maybe February or full season, depending on what happens. But I get your sentiment because I was pissed about Tibbs last season. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say. Um, but I'm really worried about this Obi Toppin situation more than anything. More than anything. 
Like games like this is where it's like, all right, we well, you know Randall doesn't have it, and you see Obi Toppin has it going a little bit. Ride the hot hand, and and don't go back to an empty well in Julius Randall. Like these are the games where I'm like, all right, this might be the day not to go back to Randall. But I digress. Yeah, and we're and yeah, that's the word right there, pretty much. That's that's the word. Next caller up, we got my man Jason M. What's up, fellas? What's going um, on, man? That was a tough game, man. That was a real, real, real tough game. You know what's crazy? The thing that's the most annoying is that we looked so good the first 18 minutes. Like, I was like, yes, RJ busted out of his slums. Right. Randall's playing good. The bench is playing amazing. Oh, my God. Obi's hitting everything. Right. And then it just it just went to nothing. And, like, you, like you, Ryan, I agree 100% with Ryan. It's so frustrating that Tim's wait so long to make changes. And they don't gotta be you don't gotta change everyone. It could be something quick, like, yo, this is not going right. All right, I'm gonna take off on you, I'm gonna put quickly right. to make like you gotta do you something got to. that's like, yo, this is not going right, I gotta do something. And he just waits and he just waits and waits and waits and then by the time and then and like I will give I'll give this little thing about I'll say this to Tim. Even when he put the bench in, they didn't play good in the second in the in the third quarter. Because the league kept getting built. But everyone played bad, really, except for quickly towards the end. But it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was tough, man. And and this is the first loss this season where, like, it felt like the, one of those real bad losses yeah. from last season. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I said I'm going to give Tibbs, I'm going to give Tibbs a new, a clean slate. I'm not team fire Tibbs. But and I'm not team fire to yet either after this game. But this game is like if, if you get more games like this, yes, he ain't gonna be here that long. If, yeah. and it's not even I'm not even trying to rail on him and say he's the worst coach and this and that. But you you just you can't like team can't crumble like that. Like like I don't like the sign like it can't happen. When that happens, that's like the sign of that 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 like I said, this is one game. If if, if this keeps starts happening like this, like yeah, we look bad against we had look bad in the fourth quarter against the Cavs, but that was nothing compared to like this. No, this is different. This is different. This is different. This is like a total... Meltdown. And I don't, like you were saying, like, who has the fight? I, I don't even... I think it's an execution issue. And I think the player who has the fight, he's just not scoring enough, and that's R.J. Barrett. Like, R.J. Barrett can't be, like, riled the team up and, yeah, let's go, let's go, when, when he's missing a lot of shots. Yeah. I feel you. And I then, like... Brunson, like you got, you put up that Brunson stat, and it's funny because had you not put that Brunson, I wouldn't have believed just from the eye test that he that he scored that many points and he was like that efficient. Because I thought, like from the eye test, watching the game, especially the second half, I was like, man, Brunson's not playing good. It's the time. But, I mean, it's the timeliness. Like, we had a bunch of turnovers. Yeah. But I mean, I guess he played. I think he got most of his points in the first half because because yeah. that's my guess because he was good in the first in the first eighteen minutes. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I think, now I don't know if it's going to be next game just because he's coming back from injury, but they're pretty quickly going to put Glenn into the starting lineup. I don't know how much that's going to, I think that'll help, specifically on the defensive end, but I, that's not going to, like, solve everything. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I, we got to hope it really makes a big difference. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, like, we got to hope that Grimes, and like let's say today, I'm just I'm look. This is probably nothing too, but these are the type of things we got to do as fans to stay optimistic. We got to hope that if Grimes is playing starting, 
he would have been able to slow down Dejounte Murray when he was going off. And right. maybe the Knicks don't get blown. It's not a twenty-point run. Maybe it's a ten-point run or a fifteen-point run. I, that's probably not true, but you know. <laughs> you know what it is? Like Dejounte Murray went off because he straight up. For like three straight plays, he straight up just like picked off Brunson and got layups. That's, there's no offense or defense that can. That's turnovers. Yeah, I mean it wasn't just Brunson. He, he had a few steals from yeah Brunson he got and from and Julius Randle. Randle from Hartenstein. And yeah. Here's the other thing about Hartenstein that drives me crazy. Like I like the way he plays, but that guy can't get a rebound. Like nah. he gets pushed so much. Like. A Congo who's not a big center just pushed him out the way. It might have been a foul, but come on, so you you're in position. Box him out. You can't just get pushed out the way. Yeah. I agree. That's crazy. All right, but yeah. Hopefully they play better than on Friday. I mean, we'll see. This is the first game I didn't finish. I had to turn it off. I have like with a couple minutes left. I was so annoyed. Man, if I had a show to do, I'd have turned it off too. That's it. That, that gets me nothing off my team. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll call in on Friday with, with a better situation. We'll see, man. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, yo. Thanks for calling in, Jason. All right. Bye. <sighs> yo, I think that's the thing that bothered me the most. It's like, who has to fight, man? I don't like people dancing at the garden and y'all just chill. Y'all just cool? Yeah. Y'all just cool with it. Y'all okay. He's just going to shimmy. And nobody's gonna fight back. And it's funny, he said the only one who can fight back was really was 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 RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett didn't even get the ball for a bit large stretch of the time when that was happening. Was Brunson and Julius freaking Randall was getting the ball at that time. And we already know what's gonna happen when Randall gets the ball. Like we need to I don't know, man. And to your point, he was saying he was hoping when if Grimes come, it would change things around. Grimes would fix opposing offenses picking on us at point of attack because a lot of our problems have been at point have been point of attack defense and Grimes would would help that aspect of the game but when things get bogged down on the offensive end Grimes is not going to help on that side that's going to be can 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 other guys make plays now Matt well Brian said he's been working on his playmaking, so who I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not banking on Grimes play playmaking in his second year to help us out in those situations, but we need other forms of uh of uh formulating offense when the defense gets bogged down. Yeah, and I just want to add to that because you know it's like I said earlier, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any quick fix. It's not like, oh, you can just insert this guy into the lineup and then all of a sudden the Knicks are gonna be a completely different team. That's not going to be the case, but at least with Grimes in that starting position, because even though, like I said, Grimes only played almost, he only played like five minutes tonight, but the little defense I saw him play on DeJounte Murray, if he was on DeJounte Murray from the start, I don't think DeJounte Murray scores 36 points on us. I don't think he drops 36. Yeah. I think maybe he drops like 25 or something like that. Right. If Grimes was on it from the beginning. So. And then we had the- RJ on Trey and. Yeah, like it's not going to be no huge fix. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, the Knicks are going to automatically be this, you know, this go make this magical turnaround and they're going to be some great team with Grimes in the starting lineup. But at least with Grimes in the starting lineup, the defense will be better because Fournier's defense and Grimes' defense is like night and freaking day. Absolutely. It's completely different. Completely. I agree. I freaking agree. 
$10 super chat from Mercy Johnson. He says, if we go 0-3 this week, we're going to need to look at moving the coach and see if the players respond. If the play doesn't improve, start con consolidating. 0-3. Who's the next? Who's who's the next? Who we got next, Ryan? It's I know Philly oh, is yeah, next. Philly. Yeah, Philly's on um Friday. I gotta look deeper into the schedule though to see who I know Philly's coming up. We have the Nets coming up. What's yeah, the Nets are coming up on the ninth, I believe. Okay, we gotta win that game. We got Sixers. Hold up. We got Sixers, Celtics, Timberwolves, Nets. Oh Yeesh. boy. Yikes. This is this is and you know what? This I'm we all been talking about Julius Randle and, and his temperament and stuff. This is the stretch I'm really looking at him. Cause he's been really good and kumbaya. He's been meditating before the games. I want to see what happens when things go crazy. When things get rough, things ain't going the way it is. Is he still going to be saying Zen? He's going to be smiling. He's going to be cursing out refs. Is all that going to be happening? I'm really watching Julius Randle throughout this next week very closely to see if the change is going to be carrying over from the beginning of the season to the middle of the season to adversity. Because it's, it's, it's real good. It's real easy to smile when things are going good. But I'm really, really, really waiting to see how Julius Randle reacts in particularly. But I want to see how the team reacts also through some adversity right now. Because we have a gauntlet of schedule coming up. And this is the game I was thinking we was going to win out of that, that gauntlet yeah. schedule. So we, we have yeah. to pull out some games we're not supposed to at this point. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be real about it. Like, I can see a situation where if the Knicks don't show up, for those games, like how they don't show up to how, like, if like, okay, for example, if the Knicks don't show up in those next few games, the way the Knicks showed up in the second half against the Hawks, I can see a situation where the Knicks front office fire Stibbs if they don't show up these next few games. I'd be shocked still. I'm not going to hold you. Like, for, for, I think you would have to see that body language, we lost the team type of situation for the Knicks to fire Tibbs this early. I don't think it's gonna. No. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, no, no. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they have to win those games. I'm saying that because I think I think if the Knicks play hard in all of those games, That's even if they lose them, Fibs is gonna still be there because they're still showing that they're playing hard. I'm saying like they're just lifeless, gotcha. like how like like how they were, like how they were lifeless against the Hawks in the second half. If they show up like that in all those games, I could see a situation where the Knicks front office be like, okay, Fibs, it's time to go. Got you. Understood. Understood. All right, yo. Salute to the chat. I know we got a caller coming up. Before we get the caller in here, let me shoot salute to the chat. Shout out to Tej. Shout out to Ripping Old Schools. Shout out to Sang Freud929. Shout out to Paul Butler. Shout out to Corey Lee, my guy Fritz Alexander. Alec Alexander, shout out to you. And shout out to my guy, Irokin Nucky Fresh. Nucky Fresh in the building. Walter White. MBRC. Knicks. Yak Murphy Johnson. I saw I saw Glamour Nicks in the building. Shout out to you, Hans HSU. Man, I kind of shocked all you guys are here after a loss. I guess everybody just wanted to, to grieve as a family. I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a shot. I've got a shot. But salute to you. If you're liking the show so far, please hit the like button and please hit the subscribe button. Um 
But yeah, right now, yo, and this I'ma just talk about quickly real quick before before we, we shut down because I have nothing really else to say. Quickly, eleven points. Didn't shoot well. Three of eight from the field. 25% from three, 16 rebounds. When your shooting guard has more rebounds than your power forward, your forward, your center. Come on. Come on, four assists. Yo, here's the thing about quickly, right? This this is the type of quickly game where I ended up defending him last season when he wasn't shooting well. Because there was a, there was a spell from... February till the end of the season where he wasn't shooting well, but he was setting people up. He was getting rebounds. He was actually playing like more of a floor general-ish role and not jacking up shots. And that's it quickly I like to see. Um, but even though he shot bad, this is this is the type of game I kind of like him quickly, man. I just want him to shoot better, and that can always come around. And the thing is, for me, I want... I'm still kind of questioning whether I'm still kind of confused on whether quickly is a shooter or not, or is he like masking as a shooter? Cause he looks like a shooter. He shot 38% for three his rookie season. And then after that, it all went away. But it's, but I don't know. Like I, I wanted to actually start hitting shots, but I, I'm, I got, I got a shot quickly for, for fighting. And being one of the, the few bright spots, and he should have, and he should have been on Trey Young more. And even last season, when Tibbs had freaking Alex Burks on Trey Young, and he was burning Alex Burks all day, and I'm sitting here watching, and I'm going quickly guards Trey way better than Burks, but he's still not putting him in the game against him for long stretches of time, and I don't get it. Like I, it. It, it, it just pissed me off, man. But I, I salute to Quitly. Uh, I, I yeah, most definitely. Quickly, you know, like I said earlier, Quickly was pretty much the lone bright spot for the Knicks in the second half. And, you know, the thing with Quickly is, you know, he definitely played well tonight. You know, the rebounds definitely stands out. I mean, 16 rebounds as a guard is crazy. Those are like Russell Westbrook numbers when yeah. he was winning MVP. So, <laughs> you know, against 60 rebounds as a point guard is crazy. But, um, but yeah, quickly was one of the few guys tonight, pro- probably the only guy in the second half I saw playing with actual heart and trying to, you know, will the Knicks back into the game. So I give, I give quickly props for that. I know a lot of times Knicks Nation gets on quickly for the way he plays sometimes, I know quickly sometimes can be wild, yeah. you know, especially with, especially with the shots he takes and things of that nature. But, you know, games like this, you know, it gives you hope about quickly. You know, he didn't shoot well tonight, but he did other things that were conducive to the Knicks playing well, you know, or at least getting them back into the game. It's just unfortunate that, you know, the Hawks just pretty much took the Knicks hard and there was no hope. So, yeah. End of the day, today, I don't know. I wish I had more Brunson. No Brunson in foul trouble. More RJ playmaking. He had five assists today, but I wish we actually ran more offense through RJ when the defense got bogged down. And more bench today. That's 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 my three minutes, my 30-second breakdown of what I wanted more hap- more what I wanted to happen today. Plus more defense on top of that, of course. Yeah. All right, man. 
Thanks for y'all for coming, man. I, I, this is a good time to wrap it up. I've, I've had enough. I got, I got all. I feel a little bit lighter. I feel a bit, a little bit light, lighter, Ryan. This is like therapy for me today. I don't know about you. This is like therapy for me today because I was tight <laughs> before. I was like, damn, yeah, I really got to do a show after this. Exactly. I mean, like, yo, if I'm not here to like really, you know, let out my frustrations and stuff like that, like, I would have been pissed as hell like sitting down on the couch you know, looking at the tv right. after just, <laughs> oh wait i got a bruh pick hold on i got a bruh pick bruh pick for the day besides the evan fournier airball floater bruh bruh pick for the day is when <laughs> yo nix was going to commercial and DeJounte Murray was going off. And Wally started speaking about, wow, DeJounte Murray's really getting off. Nobody on the Knicks can really contend with him, except maybe Evan Fournier. And I'm sitting here like, are you serious? <laughs> oh. Wally really wanted Evan Fournier to guard DeJounte Murray. He thought that was the answer. I'm sorry, didn't mean, did not mean to hit that. I meant to hit Bruh. that button. Yeah, Evan Fournier definitely would not have been the answer to actually guard DeJounte Murray. Like, uh, that, that, that would have just made things worse. <laughs> that's a, we got to bring it back. We got to bring it back, Ryan. The, that's a, you know what that is, Ryan, right? Yeah, bro, Pitt. No, what else is that? Oh, who's man is this? Yeah, who's man is this for real? <laughs> I know we haven't had a who's man is this in a while, but it's time to dust that off. That was crazy. Oh, man. Come on, Wally. I know you spotted in that beat. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Where's Monica when you need her? Well, she had a day off or something? Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. I see we got a caller. Next caller up, man. I don't know who you are, but let us know what your name is, where you come, where you from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, this is Zay from Long Island. What's going on, Jay? What's, up? What's going on? Uh, Zay, not Jay. <laughs> oh, my uh, bad. I just, I just think we're, they need to fire Tibbs, man. They need to fire Tibbs. I mean, I feel like, I feel like the way he coaching, his tablet coaching, it ain't, it ain't the answer, you know? I feel like it's better than what we are now, and I don't know. It's just like, it's easy to coach against him because everyone could just predict who's coming in and who's coming out. And it's just so predictable that other coaches find it easier to coach against them. Like, if we had, like, an Eric Bruce or, like, uh, uh, Steve Kerr who changes it up or switches up, it would be easy for offense to win more games. But Tom, he just be serving. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things, like, it's one of those things where – Yo, who said this? I think Fred Katz said this. He said, it was very interesting. He said, there's coaches out here in the league, right? I think it was on Nick's, Nick's, Nick's film school show. He said, there's coaches out here in the league. And the coach, they said, there's very few coaches who can do multiple things. He said, there's usually coaches who are specialists. And that was like one of the craziest. I was like, oh, you might be right. 
He was like, there's usually coaches who are like, hey, this coach is good at defense. Hey, this girl is good at the offense. Hey, this coach is good at developing young guys. Hey, this coach is good at veterans. There's very rarely a coach that can do multiple things. So it's kind of like when you do, if we do get rid of Tibbs, it's like, who are you getting that's going to elevate this team to the next level? You know what I mean? Kenny Atkinson. Right. <laughs> that's, 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 I, we got to steal him from Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan hates us, bro. He's not going <laughs> to. <laughs> it's still weird for me to see yeah, Jordan but, logos on the jersey. I'm not going to hold you. I feel like I feel like the one thing he's really good at as defense is So if you can't do that, you're not playing the kids, giving them the, the minutes, then what are you here for, you know? I feel you. It's one of those things where you have to hope you do. You might have to do a young coach because, like, the Tyrone Lewis and the Eric Spolsters of the world are already taken. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. you, do, maybe you do bring out Kenny Atkinson to stick it to the Nets. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But at least Quick had a good game. At least Quick had a good game. I see him slowly trying to get his groove back. And then, uh, I don't know, Randall disappeared. RJ somewhat coming in and out. I don't know. Uh, Brunson, he's just solid. I got no quarrels. Cam, I don't know. Cam is either on or off. Sometimes he's scam ready. Sometimes he's killing Cam. I don't know he what says scam ready. I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that. It was nice scam ready. I hope he comes in soon because the way I'll be seeing all everybody just walk past our day. Don't walk. Every game, I'm just like, oh, give me some, give me someone to play defense, so these guards down. Because RJ is like walking on bricks or something. I don't know. Don't <laughs> holding him back. Yeah, man. I mean, I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. Salute to you, man. Thanks for calling in. You just kind of sounds getting a little weird, though. But thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you. All right. Yeah. I uh, you too. Later. All right. People, people calling for yeah. tips head early. <laughs> for real and i just i do want to address like one comment in the chat so i just want to clarify you know to anybody who might have misunderstood what i was talking about with quickly because i see nick yak probably don't understand what I, where I was coming from with quickly so i was talking about quickly second half performance he was a lone guy in the second half that played like his heart was not taken from him so i'm going to give him props for that Yes, Mitch did play well, but that was in the first half, and we acknowledge that he played well in the first half. But in the second half, unfortunately, he was nowhere to be found because he got into foul trouble, and then after that, the avalanche just happened, and yeah. there was no getting back into the game. So we're acknowledging the fact that quickly played with heart and effort in that second half, and he was a lone Nick that really did so. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We need some killers on this team and to fight back when people are shimmying at the at the at the out of bounds line because they made a bucket, man. I can't I can't stand that, man. But uh, it is what it is. Next game up, man. We're gonna forget about this game. Next game up. We can't we can't we can't sleep on this too long. We can't hang our heads too long. We got we got uh, MB coming into town. And Harden. Hmm. And Harden. And Harden. Oh yeah, and Harden. We'll see if they give him calls. For some reason, when Harden plays the Knicks, all the old calls go right reset, you know? Because, you know, all the flopping calls, they they taken out the game and until 
Harden plays us, and then they give him all the old rules back and call a million fouls on us. But we'll see what happens on Friday. All right. But that is our show. All right. Ryan, let him know where he can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can also find me on IG at Sir G's Corner. Content is going to be coming soon. And also, yeah, also you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. And you can find us too. You can you, you can find us uh, on the KTV show on Twitter, the Nick Time Show on Instagram, and Nick Time Show on Facebook as well. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. We are everywhere. Also, get those blogs at nicktimeshow.com. Get the snapbacks as well. Um, black and white and blue and orange at the nicktimeshow.com. Um, to get that stuff and also to I don't, I don't have the little the graphic up today but um like if you want to sign up to fubu tv and get msg msg free for seven days all you gotta do is go to fubu tv.com slash kot to get free msg and watch the knicks free on fubu tv for seven days and if you decide to keep it you help us out too. We get a little change from that. And you get to watch your Knicks and other sports channels and cable. I was watching Martin the other day on Fubu TV. Martin, watching all the old stuff. Shout out to Fubu TV. All right, cool. <laughs> all right. That is our show. And of course, you know, as always, shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks, YouTube, and Twitter streets. That is our show. We out of here. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams.